This is Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities taking a look at cattle for Friday, February 17th. Well, cattle markets uh, generally lower yesterday, just consistent selling in the market. It wasn't a wipeout or a major wave of selling, but just consistent pressure in the market. Live cattle closed about uh, just below mid-range for the day, so it wasn't like the, the market was getting beat up bad and just closing on the low. In feeders, basically uh, just lower throughout the session, took out the previous day's low, but got back down to this, the bottom end of this trading range we've been in for about a week and a half. So, you know, the feeder cattle had a nice run up in uh, starting in mid-Jan up in early February, had a, a pretty good reversal down from the old swing high from early January, effectively giving us a double top. And we had some follow through on that. But since then, the market's basically just been sideways. So you've managed to find pretty decent buying support on just minor pullbacks in feeders. And I think what's going on here is we're looking at a market that, you know, found good support. It, we've stalled at a resistance point but you're basing sideways and I think you're forming a base from which you know if and when and I think it's just a matter of when the market breaks to the upside we get above that double top that we have formed on the March contracts and uh, even the April's and the May's as well that that becomes our measuring point from that double top high to the low in mid-January just take that right above the top and that becomes our target and I think that will be the target for the early May high that I'm expecting to see. So it's, I know it's dangerous to try to fine-tune a market like this but you know I'm just looking at the charts, I'm looking at the seasonals, the timings, um, you know the market's not going down. You've had a pretty nice sell signal here in feeders, a double top, a reversal down, confirmation of the reversal and yet the market has just gone sideways since then. So, you know, the sellers aren't having a lot of success. The buyers are there to buy the brakes. And I think that's ultimately going to take this market up another leg. So you look for a measuring point and that becomes your measuring. That old, that double top range, just project that up. So a lot of this depends on good range in the Southern Plains, which have not materialized yet. I'm well aware, but everywhere else looks much better from a pasture perspective and at least a first cutting of hay perspective. Uh, the Central Plains on north, uh, well into the Northern Plains, the Midwest, uh, the Delta region, everywhere else has had much better moisture through the winter and just looks to at least get the spring and early summer off to a good start. Um, you know, the Southern Plains, if the rains start to come, I think just kind of lights a fire under the market that there'll be much more confidence that you're going to have some grass in key regions of cattle country. So I think that's what stalled the feeder cattle rally was just dry in Texas. You know, the eastern half of Texas, or excuse me, the western half of Texas, up in Oklahoma, up in southwest Kansas, it's major cattle country and it's just stuck in its drought situation. So dry, in fact, you've had major windstorms yesterday that caused some accidents on the highway, unfortunately. But it does underscore how dry it is. You know, there's no topsoil, obviously. There's no subsoil. It's going to take a lot to recharge this, this soil. But um, we're still early 
you know, we're still in the winter time, but you know, you're going to need to see that fairly quickly. And again, I think if you do, it does light a fire. If you get some good soaking rains, I mean, one rain's not going to make your pastures, you know, all that great. But if the rains start to come, then I, I think this becomes a much different story in the feeder cattle market. In live cattle, we are looking at a market that has, has enjoyed very strong domestic demand and export demand has held uh, steady as well. Yesterday's export sales at 28,000 tons, that's uh, the biggest we've seen, in fact, all year. And it's, uh, it follows a, a week where we were down in the teens, but back and forth, back and forth. But, you know, this looks strong. And it could be just China coming back from their Lunar New Year holiday. And they bought, you know, 6,000 tons. So it's uh, that well could be the case. But still, it's a very solid number for export sales. And clearly, domestic demand is hanging right in there because we see the box beef values were up strong again. Choice up another 388 at 280, select up 145 at 263. The spread gained $2.43 at 1691. Movement was 106 loads. So over the last nine days, uh, we've been choice has been up every day, and we've rallied $15 in that span. For the select, we've been up eight of those uh, nine days, and they've rallied $11. So pretty impressive run in box beef. It's come on a little bit lower movement. Movement hasn't been that great this week. We've been in the low hundreds every day. You know, normally by midweek, we're in the, at least the mid to high hundreds as far as number of loads move, but it, that's not been the case. Uh, slaughter rates have hung right in there until yesterday we dropped a couple thousand head from the average, but it appears the Packers are on a pretty steady pace as far as slaughter but they're not moving the kind of box beef value. They're, they're holding back. That's probably going into cold storage, but they are managing to prop up uh, the, the box beef values. So I think next week when we look at the profitability for Packers, it's, they're going to be in a much better position than they were this week. Uh, cash trade so far this week are getting rolling at 161. So we started out at 157 on Tuesday, which was down about three from the previous week. And now we're up to 161. So the Packers having to pay up a little bit. They've got some wiggle room with these higher box beef values, but uh, we're still, you know, up in a good two dollars over last week. On the dress trade at 254 is unchanged on the week. So the Packers having to pay up a little bit, but they're more than making up for it on the better box beef values. Slaughter rate yesterday 123,000 head. That's uh, down a couple thousand from the average of right around 125. So far this week, slaughter's been at 499,000 head. That's up 5,000 more than last week, and it's up 4,000 over last year. The feeder cattle index has been pretty quiet these last couple days, just down one cent yesterday after being up one cent the previous day. So we're sitting at 183.06. So I think moving forward, I think the feeder cattle are telling us they don't want to go down. They're just biding their time for this next leg up. In live cattle, uh, it seems like we're firing on all pistons there too. You know, the domestic demand is great. Export demand is great. Packers are are willing to pay up at least a little bit. And, uh, you know, the box beef is performing well. So I, I think that, um, I think the seasonal will continue to work well for live cattle. We'll get our pullbacks most likely, but still targeting probably late March, early April 
for a seasonal high in live cattle, still targeting early May for a seasonal high in feeder cattle. If you have any questions, feel free to call at 1-800-888-9843 or my cell at 513-815-1701. This has been Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities.